0: So this week I get to hire four new team members, guys. Yep. Our team is growing. It's great. Business has grown super, super excited about that, but I'm bringing in four new team members and they're all going to be virtual. And so as I was preparing for that and looking over our systems and that type of thing, I I realized I probably should do a video for you guys on this, on the Build Your Team podcast. Hey, welcome to the Build Your Team show. I am your host, Atiba. And what we do here is we talk all about the best practices of building your team so that your business can grow. And especially in this virtual environment, it's even more necessary right now. So we're going to dive right into this. and um, I'm going to share with you some of my thinking, all right? So these are five tips or five steps, if you will, for training new staff. Now, this is position agnostic, all right? So it doesn't matter what you're training them for. These are some of the things that I'm going to take them through. Now you can fill in the blanks. You can add additional steps in here, but these are the five things, in my opinion, from my experience of doing this a ton, that if you stick to these five, you're going to do a pretty good job. Okay. So, number one, number one, give your assistant specific tasks to complete. So when you're thinking about, and we've talked about this on other videos, but when you're thinking about the role that you want this person to play, there may even right now be multiple parts of that role, but start them off with one and start them off with really specific things to do. Things where they're going to find success. They're going to have what we call easy wins and things that are going to be valuable to you, where you can say, okay, yeah, they did it, they did it well. And it starts to build the relationship between the two of you and the trust bond between the two of you. Okay. Now. If you go the other way of someone comes in and you know, oh, man, this position, there are all these different parts, and you dump it all on them up front, you run the risk of them feeling really, really overwhelmed. And you run the risk of them not understanding what's priority, and you also run the risk of them making decisions about what they're going to get done first and spend the most of their time on because they're also trying to get quick wins. That's what they want. They want to look good in your eyes. So, they're going to do the things that in their mind are going to get them quick wins. But those may not be the things that are important to you. Okay. Those may not be the things that really move the needle with you. So, to circumvent all of that, just create specific tasks for them to do upfront. Let them do those and then give them some more and keep growing that way. So, that's my first step. The next one is record everything. Okay. If you're not using Zoom or some other tool for video conferencing, start now and record everything, record every meeting that you have with your staff and then share it with them. All right. Um, Zoom is a great tool for that. I've got a link for Zoom down below if you, if you need it also to, um, you ask the next question, doesn't that just create more work for me? Uh, and don't, how do I do all that with Zoom and get the recording? Where do I put the recording and how do I access the recording and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I, I completely get it. So here's what you do. Okay. Here's what you do. It's very simple. You go to YouTube and you create a new YouTube channel. You can Google how to create a new YouTube channel and um, it will show you. You create a new YouTube channel and you set that channel up to be private, okay? It's a private channel. Nobody else knows it's there and you set the defaults of all the videos that you're going to put on that channel to be unlisted, unlisted, okay? So no one can find the videos. Don't set it to private. Don't set the videos to private, set the videos to unlisted, okay? After you've done that. Then create a playlist, which you can also Google how to do, if you don't know how to do that, create a playlist for each one of your team members. All right. Now, when you get, jump on Zoom with your staff, you record it and you're working on a video of, or you're working with this particular team member. Let's call her Sally for a moment. You're working with Sally. When you're done that video that you recorded, you upload it to YouTube to Sally's playlist. And so, Sally knows she can always go to her playlist and find those videos. Yeah, 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 but Atiba, okay, but that sounds great. But how do I do that? How do I, so you still haven't covered how I go from Zoom to YouTube. <laughs> Haha. There's another link down below that I need you to click on and go find. It's for my friends over at Repurpose.io. This, we use Repurpose. We've been using Repurpose.io for a long time. And what you do in Repurpose.io is you can set up workflows. You can set up workflows and in these workflows, okay, um, you can actually have, have it go from Zoom to YouTube. All right. And and actually what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to just pull this up. Um, I should have thought about doing this demo for you already, but I'm going to do it now. I'm going to pull up my repurpose account here. Let me just log in here. And I'm actually going to show this to you guys so that you can see it. You can see it. All right. Come on. There we go. All right. Let me jump in here. All right. So take a look at this, guys, here. So when we're looking at repurpose, these are my workflows that I've set up. All right, and you'll see I have Zoom, so that's the, des- the the source to CC, which this is a YouTube channel um, for Stephanie, and so this is someone, this is a, an employee. So when we do a video, right, Zoom on Zoom, repurpose, we'll take that video on Zoom and move it to her playlist on YouTube for me. And I can set it up to do it automatically or manually. I do mine manually, but that, that's just me. Okay. You can do yours automatically too, um, if you'd like. Um, and then you can come here, you can view the, you view the content that's already on your Zoom and move stuff over manually if you want, or like, Hey, look, this is the build your team podcast. So I even use it here, guys. So I'm recording this video and it's going to go onto YouTube. And Repurpose is going to take it off of YouTube and send it over to Captivate, which I'll put a link down below for you as well. Captivate, who hosts my podcast, my Build Your Team podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now, if you're in podcast land. And it does this for me automatically. Every time I do a new video, it automatically publishes a podcast for me. There's so many ways that you can use repurpose.io. This is just one of them because I don't want to get too far off course here because we're talking about um, how to use it to build your team and, and onboard and train your team. Okay. And so, but that's my tip number two is make sure you record everything and share those recordings with your staff. And I just showed you how. Um, then communicate, 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 especially when they're new. Communicate, 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 communicate. We use WhatsApp for uh, chat communication. And I will check in on new employees daily. And then because of the size of our team, I'll even assign other team members to check in on them daily. Ask them questions daily about how they're, what they're doing. What are they finding hard? What challenges are they having? What are they finding are easier than they thought it would be? communicate with them regularly about what's going on so you can get a sense and a pulse of, one, who they are, two, that showing them that, that that you care, and then three, figuring out where you need to help them so that they can be the most successful for you. Lastly, the other great reason for communicating often is, especially when someone's new and you've been doing something a certain way for a long time and you've trained them on how you've done it, sometimes they see a different way that might be better, that might be better. Some of the greatest innovations that we've had in our company, in terms of the way we've done stuff, has happened in an employee's first two weeks of working with us and these check-in meetings we're having because they're saying, hey, you're doing this and I've done something similar in the past and this is how we did it and what, what worked. And we said, oh, wow, that's actually better than what we were doing. Yeah, let's adopt what you're doing. And we got better, okay? So that's number three. We've got to communicate, 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 over-communicate, all right? Um, Then number four, and this one kind of goes without saying, I think this is where probably most people start, is you want to train your virtual assistant on any software applications that you want them to use. One of the ways that we do that is one, we do screen recordings of, of how we want it done. Um, and we have SOPs that, that we have written of how we want things done, but then we also have, uh, recordings that, cause sometimes we don't have to do the recording ourselves, someone else on YouTube already recorded a great video. Awesome. We let the employees watch those videos, right? Cuts down on our work and gets them trained at the same time. So that's number four is train them on the software. And number five, number five. Um, is make sure that they're practicing and they're thinking about realistic scenarios. Um, Very often when someone's starting with you, they want to accomplish the world and they want to impress you up front and they try to go, and it's not realistic. It's not, okay? This goes back to point number one. If we're only giving them bite-sized pieces to, to, to chew on when they're first starting with us, it helps manage their desire to overcomplicate things and do too much to try to impress you early on. Okay. So you want to make sure that they're living inside of a realistic bubble. Okay. And not one that is not sustainable because, oh my gosh, you did such a great job, which we've had before. We've had employees who've come in and and they've done what looked like a phenomenal job. And we're super, super happy. And then we realized Oh, we only paid you for 10 hours because that's what you billed for. But in order to get those results and make us really happy, you actually spent 40 hours. And now when you're actually down to three weeks later, only spending your 10 hours because you're no longer impressing us, now your work product has slipped, huh? Right. You don't want to be in that situation either. And I'm telling you, I've been there. Okay, and the way that you avoid it is by setting some realistic boundaries in terms of what you're expecting and how much work they're actually putting in. Okay, how long do you think this job is going to take and is it taking you that long? And if it's not taking you, if it's taking you much longer than that, let's figure out why. Let's figure out what's going on because maybe there's something you're misunderstanding or maybe you're not the right fit for the position, either way. Okay, so. Those are the five steps, guys. I'll run through them again with you really, really quickly. Number one, give your virtual assistant specific tasks to do, okay? Uh, Up front, at least. Number two, share the recordings. So, record everything and share them. We've got some tools listed down below that can help you automate a lot of that process. Number three, communicate, 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 and over communicate, especially in the early days, um, with what's going on um, and how they're adjusting to working in your environment. Uh, Number four, train your virtual assistants on the software tools and products that you use. Don't just assume that they know. And please understand that that's number four on the list. And so many people would put that as number one. But you have to go through the others. If you mess up on the others and you're not communicating well, or you gave them too much, your training is going to go in one ear, out the other ear. And then number five, to round it all off, set realistic expectations and scenarios so that they're working in a realistic bubble, something that's sustainable. That they aren't just spending tons of hours trying to please you today and not bill you today, and then three, four weeks from now when they don't want to spend all of those free hours anymore, their work product suffers. All right, everybody. I hope this was helpful for you. Again, I'm in the process. We're hiring four new people. I've already hired two today, um, looking for four total this week that we're going to be bringing onto the team and doing onboarding. And so I was dusting off our playbooks and stuff and, and this is what we do. So I decided I'm going to share it with. You, my build your team audience. All right. As always, if you have any questions, drop them down below. Love to hear from you. Want to know what you're working on, you know, who you're hiring, what challenges you're having, what successes, I want to hear about the successes that you're har- having as well. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>